Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, but yeah, some of the outlandish things that he said, like you keep saying, you cannot overlook. Come on. Prince talk, coming to him for advice on cars and with women, women? <laughs> and fashion. In what world <laughs> is Prince... Coming to you for fucking advice on women and fashion, bro. Like you know purple rain. <laughs> I, I wrote that. that. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that. Yeah. In five, four, three, two. What one. is? What are you hyping yourself up right now? Uh, my titties are sore. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Genius Brain Podcast, where we talk about current news a month late. Yeah. So, <laughs> or later. Or way later. People always want me to do topics like during, but then it's like, I don't want to jump on topics without knowing knowing about it. And so, there's a couple of things that people wanted us to talk about. Right. Number one. We'll talk about the Cat Williams thing that happened. Yeah. Right. Now, every time Cat Williams comes out from wherever the fuck he's coming out from, <laughs> this fool's always stirring shit up. Yeah. This fool is a professional shit talker and one of my favorite shit talkers. He's hilarious. He's, he's hilarious. so fucking funny. Yeah. And just like the way he delivers his lines, yeah. it makes me laugh so hard. I mean, because comedians are generally pretty quick witted. But like He's his sarcasm and, and, and his delivery and his timing is just impeccable. Well, here's the thing, right? So if you guys don't know, Shannon Sharp. I love Shay Shay. I love Shannon Sharp too. Yeah. He's goofy as fuck. Skip. Um, skip. <laughs> Come on, Skip. Come on, Skip. What do you say, Skip? You know. <laughs> skip. Come on, Skip. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> I love him. Southern dude. Hilarious. Now, has his own podcast called club shay shay he's had steve harvey he's had cedric the entertainer and now he has cat williams on so i guess cat williams he says that he's heard these podcasts and they're all telling lies so he is here to set the record straight. <laughs> he chose violence and he chose pure <laughs> fucking violence and the things that he said was fucking nuts to me, yeah. right? Here's the thing about Cat Williams. Before we start getting into the specifics, one of the things that makes me laugh about Cat Williams the most is he's the only person I know that has numbers and statistics ready to go like that. <laughs> I know. That you can't verify. Right. At all. Yeah. Favorite one? Yeah. I read about 3,000 books a year. Every, a year. <laughs> books a year. 
logistically not even possible. Yeah. Three thousand books a fucking year, That's depending like eight and a half books a day. Yeah, I did the math too. Yeah, <laughs> how would you do three thousand? And like people always just kind of glaze over these things, right? Because they're calling him the truth teller. Like, oh, this guy's speaking facts. He said he read three thousand <laughs> books a day, and and non-fictional. But there was like so many things that was. I mean, when he's talking about the Illuminati with with him and Ludacris, yeah. Sometimes you want to be like, for real? Well, here's yeah. the thing. I I think it's like that fine line between is he serious or is this a shtick? Is this a set? You know that he's doing. It's kind of to me. I think it's half truth, half exactly, half yeah. exactly. It's like yeah. painting a picture of your mind of what's happening. Yeah. But then if he painted it in the way of like a secret society, we can we can conjure it up in exactly like the way he speaks about things right you could tell that there's something is rooted in truth here yeah yeah but he's definitely fabricating embellishing is embellishing for sure like, for sure three thousand books a year <laughs> and did he say like he went to college at like 13 or oh, something i forgot what the stat was for him running like a dash or whatever the fuck it was. four point like four, four. point six it, it was something ridiculous. faster than you and you can bowl or something shannon sharp was like all right yeah come on he didn't, he, <laughs> come on. He didn't even you know he when he talked about running that the the 40 yards he like shannon sharp didn't even like like have a reaction really yeah he just went past it like it's so ridiculous like so that's what i'm saying like i feel like it's it's kind of understood that it's a bit you know and, and like you said it's lot some of the stuff is rooted in the truth but it's like yeah there are gonna be moments where it's so outlandish that it's like if it goes over your head that this is not truth the, the, you know the problem with people too online is that they only want to focus on the stuff that they care about, right. but they kind of let all the <laughs> yeah. other stuff pass. Like you can't say he's a truth teller when yeah. he just said he read three thousand books a year. So when somebody lies like that, they yeah. just go, oh, "Whatever." But what about this? No, no, yeah. no. You can't say whatever. Yeah. You have to still focus. Context matters. Context matters. Yeah. This right here is in context to who he is as a person. Right. Now he could say he read 7,000 books a year <laughs> with a straight fucking face. Yeah. Like it's not a joke. Like yeah. he can, like if he maybe said the wrong number, right? Not 1,000, but if he said 300, 300. books a year. I could believe that instantly. Easy to believe, right. you know. Okay. But then 3,000, why? Well, well what's also most ridiculous about that claim is that he said between the ages of seven and 12 <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> he, read he was, he was a kid yeah, yeah. something like were a well, so, so, child reading so you know picture books. books are technically books but even Maybe. still how do you have that many books hey, he said non-fictional though he yeah. said they were straight up books <laughs> as he keeps rubbing his fucking legs throughout yeah. the whole interview no you know what like before we get into the actual topics you know what was hilarious about that interview i don't know if you guys caught this the whole time, Cat was sitting on this tiny part of the couch. You know the part that Just sticks out? Yeah, the right. <laughs> He's so tiny that he fit in that little, little spot. And he was sitting there the whole time, like on the very edge. And I was like, that looks so uncomfortable. It's like a hammy rest. Usually. <laughs> he was so fucking weird. Like, I don't even know why people don't even pick up on this. Like, if he rubbed his thighs anymore... A fucking genie would have popped out of his kneecaps. <laughs> like <laughs> it was just, and you know what the fuck? He has these weird manners. Well, he'll talk, and then when he's making a point, he'll yeah. stare right into the camera. I know. And, <laughs> you know that? Yeah. He goes, "I don't know, sir." Yeah. But if you look at the facts, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Cat, who the fuck are you looking at right now, dude? Or or or, or he'll give Shannon the, yeah, you know the little. <laughs> and it's just the random statistics that always makes me laugh who has these specific numbers in their head locked yeah. like you could ask me anything right it's like well how many zoos have you been to it's like well i've pet 82 deers 46 <laughs> tigers 13 marsupials and none of them were named oprah he looks right into the camera yeah, he like, had very exact numbers yeah. <laughs> such things like i don't know anybody who has specific numbers like that it's like well he's a genius yeah. well it's kind of like the thing where look there is actual video receipts though for some of this oh stuff yeah yeah. yeah yes but then People are lumping in all the other things as full truth. Yeah. He's telling certain things that are true and certain things that are not. One of the things that everybody came forward are all these like comics when they were younger. Yeah. They corroborated the story where yeah. a random person would come up and they would just give him like $10,000, $5,000, $3,000. And it was all from Cat Williams. Right. So Cat Williams would go to these like 
shows and he would see like an up and coming comic that he thought was fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. And he sees that they're struggling. Yeah. He would give it to some random girl, say, "Hey, make sure that you give this money to this comic," and right. they would just get this random envelope and they don't know who it's from. Yeah. But they would figure out through the grapevine that it was from Cat Williams. Yeah, I mean, there was def- amazing. Yeah, there was definitely uh, stories like that coming out. I remember one particular comic. Uh, he said that he was supposed to open for Cat, and he was super excited about it because he was like a big fan of Cat. But it turned out that Cat wasn't going to be showing up to see a set, and he felt like it was one of the best sets he had ever done. And then he he finished, got off, and then he's like uh, walking to the back, and in the hallway, a man comes out of the shadows, and it's Cat Williams. <laughs> and he's and he said Cat like dapped him up, said great job, young man, and he gave him like five times the pay that he was supposed to get. That's crazy. Yeah, and he, and and Cat just basically said that was incredible. Like I really enjoyed your set. Uh, the rapper Boosie. Oh yeah, he came out how after he got out of prison like he was just dead broke yeah and then same thing one of cat's women had a rolled up sock and it was fifteen thousand dollars to get him back on his feet that's right? fucking that's crazy. crazy dude so there are like real things which by the way you got to understand that's pretty fucking weird too yeah you know what I mean? it is he, he had to say that because kevin hart went on the breakfast club to say cat williams never brought any comedian up yeah, yeah. He had, so he had to refute that, right. right? Well, the thing is, too, though, like he, Cat's not the one telling all these stories about like how he treated these up and coming yeah. comedians, right? So yeah. he wouldn't know that either. Yeah, the, he he never publicized that. Yeah, it's them coming to his defense and saying yeah. like, "Yo, Cat actually did this for me." Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he kind of. It's interesting because he's calling Kevin Hart an industry plant, right? And mm-hmm. he's and the the one of the sections that kind of. Didn't make sense, but I maybe was trying to understand what he was saying. He was like, when have you ever seen a sold-out Kevin Hart show? I've been to two Kevin Hart shows before he blew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sold out. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I, I think like, he was, I, I think he's talking about when Kevin Hart was coming up. No, I'm talking about I knew of Kevin Hart when he was coming up, uh-huh. and he had these small shows. Yeah. I went to them. Okay. Like mid-2000s? Like, this is before he blew up. Mm-hmm. I went, I was a huge, still am a huge Kevin, terrible movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Lift, yeah. the worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. But that's, I think that's what Cat Williams is talking about though. Kevin Hart will say yes to everything. Yeah. That's why he's a in, industry, whatever. Yeah. Whether a plant or an Illuminati. But yeah. then yes, the big bosses love Kevin Hart. A hundred percent. Because he says yes to everything. But then, you know, him saying that nobody, there's no sold out Kevin Hart shows before he was known. Yeah. That's not fucking true because I guess if he's talking about early on his career, of course not. Yeah. But then once he gets his chance, people see how funny he is. Mm-hmm. I remember I saw a small little clip of his, I went to go buy his tickets immediately. Yeah. Saw him sold out, killed it, smashed it. Everybody's crying, fucking laughing. I, every, every comedy sh- uh, show that he's done, uh, I mean, this, later on they were bigger because because my buddy bought me uh, tickets to his show. Yeah, dude, I walked out crying, laughing. That's how fucking funny he was. It, yeah, it may not translate well on the Netflix specials, but when you see him perform live, dude, my fucking yeah. side. Oh, was you're from talking laughing. about when Kevin Hart was still hungry, right? Like he was still up and coming. Is you're saying when you saw him, yeah. right? And that Kevin Hart was a lot more funny than current Kevin Hart. Yeah. Not to say that he's not funny now, but. But even yeah. those specials that I saw in person that that, that eventually went to Netflix, uh-huh. it wasn't funny on Netflix to me. You mm-hmm. have to be there. Yeah. Because he's a very physical comedian that doesn't translate. Oh, I see. Well. I see. So yeah. you're saying like even if it's not funny in the Netflix version, yeah. live of, of that same thing was much better. If you watch him live, yeah. you, there's no way you're not laughing. Yeah. He's yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see how Kevin Hart's ex-wife is on tour with Cat Williams now? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. As a comic? Yes. That's funny. So the story is that before the divorce his wife was helping him write his material and then after the divorce it's like the people are saying later kevin hart's not as funny she's on tour with cat williams get the fuck out of here and that's the thing after that interview by the way it's been two weeks 52 million views that's fucking crazy for a three and a half hour that was joe rogan elon musk numbers yeah right that's fucking crazy so Good for Club Shay Shay. That's the new. I guess that's the Black what? Rogan now. He, no, he said, he she said, "Hey, we're gonna take this to another stratosphere. Yeah. Like you're going to another place after this." Yeah, like now I know. I bet there's a listers who want to get on Club Shay Shay. Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. He totally changed the face of what that show is. Yeah. 
No, everybody's been milking whatever they can from mm. the the ripple effects of of that uh, podcast for sure. He, there's this clip of during the first time he came out and he was going at Kevin Hart, yeah, where he was talking to camera. He was like, "I'll put up one million dollars. <laughs> you put up a million. Yeah. We'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Basketball, fucking run track, or whatever." I was like, "Cat, relax, yeah. bro. You gonna break your fucking legs?" Kevin Hart would smoke this. Fool. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Kevin Hart's on HGH. Dude, Kevin Hart is fit, and also that boy can ball dude yeah. i was like kevin hart would smash him to pieces yeah i don't know why people just look over this part they go like well, <laughs> like I mean, that's kid, important cat williams got beat up everyone keeps saying seventh grader right no he's, he was seventh the kid's like 17. yeah he was like 17 yeah <laughs> but he's a big kid though he's a big let's kid. be fair yeah. let's be fair right um but yeah some of the outlandish things that he said like you keep saying you cannot overlook come on prince talk coming to him for advice on cars and women, women? <laughs> and fashion in what world <laughs> is prince coming to you for fucking advice on women and fashion bro like you know purple rain <laughs> I, I wrote, wrote that. that. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that. Yeah. After I had the prowler <laughs> yeah. on Friday, he yeah. no, Prince no, no. got the prowler. Uh, no, 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 sir. No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck. The funniest shit that had me fucking rolling was when he talking about Cedric and he said, You had him looking here like a walrus <laughs> and you didn't say nothing <laughs> with his short arm. <laughs> and like, then dude. and then he said he would have got up and punched him in the gut. <laughs> he actually stood up and did the motion. <laughs> That guy was so crazy. It's it's hard for me to believe him when he says, I have never been on meth. Yeah, come on, guy. It's hard for me to believe that because yeah. I've seen it up close. Well, he also <laughs> like, does a very good job of using his example of him adopting children mm. as to like highlight him as this amazing human being, right? right? And a lot of people focus on that. Like I said, all these things are valid, but yeah. you have to look at the bigger picture. Out of everything he said, half of it was bullshit, half of it I believe. Yeah. yeah. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It sounds like a crazy person. Yeah. It legit sounds like a fucking person that's insane, that knows a little something. That, that- <laughs> You know, that knee rubbing thing. Yeah. There's another video from the 1930 something Olympics in Nazi Germany. <laughs> what, Hitler? Uh, Hitler? Hitler? Yeah. Do yeah he's on meth. He's on meth. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely on some shit and he could deny this. Also, too, it's like when he brings up, like, he also said on an interview that he, he goes, I'm the, I'm the stand up comic a lot. I think he was on, uh, Breakfast Club, mm. and he said he's a stand-up with the most amount of specials out there, which isn't true. I think it's actually Russell Peters, probably Russell Peters, because Russell Peters doesn't do anything but stand-up. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. do films, movies, nothing. I think he had a small stint with a TV show, and he, he had a terrible experience, and he stopped doing that. He but had he's, a small role on Source Code. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was a stand-up comedian. Yeah, <laughs> so he says like he's the one with the most stand-up specials out of everybody, which isn't true once again. And then people will fact check it, but they'll just fucking glaze over it. I'm yeah. like, that's important. Yeah. That it speaks to his character as a person. For sure. Which is so fucking odd. Dude, he when he called out Steve Harvey, <laughs> he was like he was like he said that he gave up stand up because of all the T V shows. Yeah, the seven shows or whatever. Yeah, he goes, Well, you gave up stand up before those seven shows. You gave up because you tried to go toe to toe with me and I fucking exposed you for your ball head. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that Detroit clip? No. It's the first it. time I heard of it, so I YouTubed it. It's there. He goes in on Steve Harvey. He just on stage. On stage, yeah. Wow. So it, that part, that story was true. The championship of comedy. <laughs> it was a real thing that apparently Steve Harvey went in, didn't take it seriously, and then Cat Williams comes up next, ready, and just fucking <laughs> destroys him. And he says, "That's when you quit comedy." And I believe that. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. A lot of his stuff it seems real. Yeah. The other stuff I'm not so sure about. There was the. Ali Sadiq story that happened afterwards. Did you see that? Mm-mm. So Ali Sadiq commented on the Club Shay Shay Instagram. Yeah. Like he's fucking heated. And the next thing he posts is him training for boxing. Like he wants to beat the shit out of Cat Williams. <laughs> Ali Sadiq, if you guys don't know, he's a stand up comic. He went to jail. He <laughs> was like a hard criminal or some shit like that. So um, he told a story on another podcast of basically he and Cat went to a big venue together like an arena where Ali Sadiq was supposed to perform as well he claims that the security guards linked arm and arm and blocked him from going in right Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small 
Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, all, it's David So. And if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. And then... He said, Cat wouldn't come out to help him, get him. And then he said some one of his ladies handed him a check for like some thousands of dollars, you know, and they were like, there's your money. <laughs> but he didn't get to perform. Mm. So since then, he had been crazy pissed. So Cat Williams had another interview on that same podcast where Ali Sadiq told that story. And he was like, I'm on tour. I have my own comics on my tour. I was in your city and you just thought you could just be on my show? Yeah. I paid you to go away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he wasn't Williams even like, on the bill then. Yeah, you see, that's what Cat Williams is saying. You uh, weren't on the bill. It was my tour <laughs> with the the other comics touring with me. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's so like, fun. That seems pretty realistic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you got your money. Right? And that's that. That was part of the thing of Cat's generosity. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, this you thought that, and he yeah. paid him money. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's so far. You know the thing too. It's I looked up his net worth, and it's true. They say like his net worth is only like a few mil. I'm like, there's no yeah. fucking way, dude. Like this guy books and sells shit out like that. Mm. He also has Netflix deals, whatever. There's the, no fucking way he's worth that little money. <laughs> and all the stand up he had in the 2000s, all DVD. Yeah, and he owns it. Yeah. Each piece of those sales. Yeah, but those net worth things are never accurate. There's no way. It's yeah. so off for him, though. I'm yeah. like, he owns all of his specials. Yeah. And literally, Pimp Chronicles is yeah. probably one of the oh. most like viewed or bought special of all time. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I might be exaggerating, but it's up there, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shit was one of the funniest ones at the time. was so fucking funny. Probably right. still funny till this day. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of like shocked about that type of stuff. So this is where everybody gets confused about what's real and what's not. Because I'm, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, bullshit. And I say something <laughs> else, and I'm like, that seems pretty real. Right. Yeah. Or, or hey, that was just funny, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the, the thing that people need to take away from that interview, that podcast, is that you got to take it with a grain of salt. Not yeah. everything's facts. Yes, he was dropping some facts, which are verifiable rece- with receipts. But also understand... There's embellishment, there's joking, you know, it, it's all kind of mixed in. So, like, it's hard to kind of isolate each thing and be like, yeah, that's fact, that's not, that was embellished. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, just treat it as entertainment. Don't... When P. Diddy wants to party, <laughs> yeah. you got to say <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> got to protect that hole. You got to protect that hole. <laughs> like, when he was talking about, like, all these meetings, too, he's saying that every script that those people did, it all came to him first. Like, maybe. Yeah. Like I I don't really know that can I don't know if that could be verified as true or not, yeah. but then like, it was interesting how he talks about, and I'm curious about this what other people think too. It's it's like the idea of Hollywood like emasculating black actors by putting them in, in dresses, dresses yeah. which has been a, like a a topic yeah. for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. Right, it started with like Eddie Murphy and every uh, Martin Lawrence and all this other stuff because he talked about. Uh, the script that was brought up to him where Martin Lawrence was like, hey, once I'm done with this stuff, I want to do a movie with you. Right. And it was Big, Big Mama Mama's House, house too. <laughs> yeah. Put him into a dress. He goes, we don't need to be in a fucking dress. You already yeah. did that on Big Mama. You could dress up as something else. Yeah. Why do you have to be a, a, a woman again? Yeah. Right? Which is kind of an interesting topic too because when I look at it too, I, I, I look at it as, I think that cross-dressing thing has always been a funny trope. 
and it can be really funny. Yeah. Right. If it becomes like your identity where that's all you're doing to get a laugh, that is kind of like, okay, this is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout outs to all my uh, Asian TikTok creators where all you do is dress up as your mom. <laughs> you guys are doing a great job, dude. Yeah, but it's like no matter what, you're not going to be able to like verify that, right? If there is some sort of conspiracy there and that is true on some level. I mean, also look at it like, is it only black comedians who are getting these dresses? Are Asian comedians, white comedians, so etc. For me, the conspiracy with Asian comedians yeah. is make fun of your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. In a way that um, that the general audience will love. Yeah. Right. So one of our friends uh, was on The Voice. Right. She got there, and then she made it to the the production rounds where she's on TV. But they want to do the interview, and so they want to know your your story, right? Mm-hmm. And she said the producers kept telling her. Hey, can you imitate your mom? Hey, can you do your mom's accent? Ugh. Right? And she was like, no. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't go forward. Mm. Right? Hey, it makes sense, too. Like, they, they like that shit. And I always say this, too, man. Like, you guys see all this, like, Asian content and all this other bullshit. And then you want all of us to say that we like it. What if I hate it? And mm. what if it's just bad? Yeah. Like, it's, what? It's not necessarily you not supporting your people. It's just it's if just it's bad, like it's objectively bad. bad. Yeah, why can't yeah. I say it's bad? Like you know it's bad too. You don't have to like something because you feel like the social pressure of like uplifting your people. I don't want to uplift bullshit, brother son. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Snuck just it in there because it's some Asian shit. Yeah, we gotta support it. Like we already had that smoke with Shang Chi, and if you want to tell us a brother son <laughs> yeah. is like the next best thing on Netflix, like. Fuck you, honestly. Fuck you. (laughs) Our friends are on it. And that's why I will never do a full review on it. Because look, I'm not a heartless human being. I saw a lot of familiar faces that are really good actors or whatever, but that's not a reflection upon them. Mm. But let me tell you something. I know garbage when I see garbage. And that show is fucking garbage. Yes. It is one of the worst series I've ever seen on Netflix. Next to the one that Arden Cho did, the the lawyer one. That one was fucking terrible. Just because it's Asian doesn't mean it's good. No comment from my side because I haven't watched the shows that you guys are talking about. You should about. watch it if you like terrible things. Why would I want to watch it after uh, I, I hear so it? We, is ter- we can circle jerk our anger. <laughs> Dude, that fucking lawyer one too was yeah. so fucking bad. It was one of the worst. I can't even. There's a laundry list of reasons why it was so fucking terrible that yeah. I can't even get into it. Because what's the point, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so the flavor of what the brother son is too. I I I looked up IMDb. Who created this? It was the guy who created Glee. Jesus oh, Christ! Now, now it makes sense. Yeah. Now this guy wants to do a fucking show about a comedic show about the triads where you glorify their violence and all this shit. And it's like, it's so weird in tone because yeah. there's extreme violence in it. But they have these corny ass fucking Asian jokes that make me want to throw up. Yeah. It's some of the worst writing I've ever seen in my life, dude. Terrible, terrible, garbage, (laughs) trash writing. It is a bad show. You do not have to like something just because it's fucking Asian. And when you do that shit, by the way, too, this sets a tone for what for like what they're gonna make in the future. Yeah. Like they go, oh, like people like this. We'll continue to give this guy more money to make fucking hot yeah. garbage. Let's go get another non-Asian guy to make another Asian show. Which, by the way, too, <laughs> like SGV gang shit is very fucking nuanced. Like yeah. there's plenty of source material you can grab from, aside from this guy who did Glee. Yeah. Like, come on. And even if you grab, if he specifically grabs source material, it's not something you live through or you even understand. Yeah. It's very, very fucking hard, right? There was a clip of Denzel talking about this where, where somebody was interviewing him. It was like, well, do you feel like something along the lines of like black people should are the only ones that can make black films? Yeah. And he kind of explained himself. He was like, well, do you know the smell of a hot comb on hair? Do you like there's cultural things that you'll never understand, and this is why it's important for people who are in the culture to make this stuff because you can't communicate this stuff with stuff that you haven't lived. Yeah, and this is essentially like brother son. It feels like that. It feels so out of place. It doesn't make sense. And like that SGV gangs aren't anything like that in the show. Can you imagine like a fucking mafia movie like perpetuating their stereotypes like kung fu? How yeah. many the, how many fucking SUV gangsters do kung fu? Because everyone's fucking fighting kung fu. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's ridiculous. That's like that's that. how they depict like Asian gangsters. Yeah. In- 
They they fight in the club doing kung fu. Do you know what they do? They shoot and stab people. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's that's how that's how the SGV gangs roll. They, not not <laughs> they slice their heads off. They slice their limbs off. Like. Do they also have nun- nunchucks around their neck? The, <laughs> my fucking uncle wasn't there. Dude, it's literally terrible, right? And the same thing with that. With that, there was this other CW show called Kung Fu, mm, right? Right. I watched two episodes of it. I've never laughed so hard in my life of how terrible the show was. Man. Right? So fucking- I never even heard of this shit. Well, it got renewed for, I think, up to like three seasons. Okay. Waste of fucking money. It was just so bad. And sometimes a part of me thinks like, is there somebody that just wants Asian people to look bad on purpose? Why do (laughs) you do this? This is so fucking bad. Because of the Chinese market. Chinese- Immigrants are not like the biggest immigrants in no, America. No, but the thing right? is, though, like even even if it's catered or, or like you know directed at that demo, like how are they looking at that, thinking, oh, this is entertaining? All right. You know what I mean? I don't know because it's Asian shit. Oh, that's that's me. That's my family. Really, your mom cut up dead bodies? <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I, it's just hard to swallow. You know what sucks too? Like when I saw Brother Son, so I auditioned for Brother Son for a role in there, right? Yeah. The the what I read in the script did not translate to what I saw in that show. Yeah. And I think that's what irritated me the most. It's like, what the fuck? This was not what it was told. Like when I read the script originally, I was like, this is so fucking weird. So I'm for a role that I definitely wouldn't have gotten because I saw the character. I was like, wait, <laughs> this was like fucking like. 18 years old how the fuck would i play like an 18 year old <laughs> makes no sense i got like callbacks for it too yeah. i don't know what was going on there i don't know how that fucking casting thing works well blessing in disguise really it fucking was though because then how... you would have to promote it and internally you're like dying inside well this is like my biggest fear too let's say one day i decide to go you know write another film right and then mm. my film's terrible i have to review my own film yeah <laughs> like dude, this shit was fucking bad dude yeah. like, this is terrible choices but it's like like I'm not saying that you know, say, oh, could you could you do better? Actually, I think I could. But, <laughs> like I honestly think I could. But watching things like that, it just doesn't make me feel good either. Like yeah. I'm not gonna go into uh, main reason why I'm not gonna do a full review. That means I have to watch every episode, and, and I yeah. can't do it. I'll I'll literally die. Three. I'll do the most Asian thing and I'll fucking seppuku myself right now. I'll fucking stab myself in the fucking gut. I won't do it. It's Dude, so bad. I just need to say what pissed me off the most was in the first episode. This guy kills a motherfucker in his mom's house. And then his mom comes home, and then they have to clean up the dead body. And it's and he says it's not safe here, right? We gotta go. But then they spend the night for the next two days. <laughs> I'm like, who? Who's thinking? Like, then you're a fucking idiot. How are you the leader of yeah. these these this gang? Yeah. Shit doesn't make know. sense. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't, man. I don't. I don't. Like I said, a lot of our friends were in there, familiar faces, really cool. You guys all got duped. <laughs> like that was that was not it. That shit was not fucking. Well, hopefully, it. they got some Netflix money out of it then. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm glad friends are getting paid. I'm glad yeah. that they're making money. But like, I'm not gonna be on that side of just like saying things are good just for the sake of it. Because right. we've definitely celebrated a lot of great stuff that were you know Asian, Asian American. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's not because we're hating on Chinese shit. Like everything everywhere all at once is the yeah. dopest yeah. shit. Like, you out don't incredible. like a Shang-Chi, you yeah. don't like a Muran, and now you don't like a brother son. Yeah. <laughs> the accent doesn't help, huh? That, I read those in the comments, man. They were saying, oh, it's because they're Korean, they don't like Chinese shit. It's like, Aye. well, maybe you shouldn't have given us COVID then, huh? Yeah. Boom! <laughs> Boom, yeah. roasted. Yeah, Trump uh, 2024, man. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I just want to piss people off. Oh my god! No, I'm god. just kidding. I'm kidding. But no, like, well, well, like there, there's shit going on in our country too. Yeah, that, that we're not proud of. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's segue into that, right? I mean, that's... yeah. Let's shit on some Korean people for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. Let's equality. shit on the entire fucking society. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It's the society that drove drove this man. Society and culture there. Yeah. You know. So if you guys watched uh, one of the best series ever. Of course, it was Korean and not Chinese. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Movie Parasite, Parasite, amazing. One of the lead actor, Lee Song Kyun, Kyun, right? Yeah. Or Kyun, 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 Lee Song Kyun, right? So yeah. we've seen this guy act forever. I've seen him in everything. He was actually in one of my. Own. No, I think you haven't get mixed up. He played the father of the man, the big house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's one of the main characters, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Lee Sung Hyun, I I actually saw him not for the first time, but I've seen him in many things over the years, yeah. right? And so for a lot of people, their first introduction was Parasite. Well, he's been in this industry for a very fucking long time, and he was actually in a Korean drama that I really liked. With uh, it was called My Mister. Oh yeah, with IU. With IU, yeah, that was such a good 
series. It was yeah. really slow paced. It was shot really well, which isn't very typical of a lot of Korean dramas. Usually Korean dramas, why people like them because everything is so unrealistic. Yeah. It's like an enjoyable watch for a lot of people. It's the reason why I don't like it, mm. but that's why a lot of Korean people like K-dramas because right. it's not realistic and it's out of this fucking world, right? Um, he ends up killing himself in his car. Now this becomes like a whole fucking thing. This happened like a month, uh, about a month ago. And when I was watching this, I know a lot of people wanted us to talk about this real quick, but I wanted things to kind of unfold for a little bit. You had to, especially like, cause right off the bat, the next day, like situation was unfolding with like blackmailers and all this shit, right? Things so, just didn't really make sense, yeah. right? Uh, I was talking to a friend in Korea and then she was kind of giving me like a down low of what people in Korea think is happening, right? So drugs in Korea are highly forbidden. Like you, you smoke weed, you're in jail for like yeah. life. It's yeah. it's it's like one of those things. Temacho means devil smoke, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the current president of Korea is cracking down on drug use, like going crazy on it. And what what's one of the best ways to do that is to find somebody to a martyr, to find somebody to pin it on. Yeah. Right. And they've been doing that with celebrities. G Dragon would be one of them. Yeah. He got involved in this case with Yeah. Yeah. So apparently the place that, quote unquote, where they were doing drugs or some illegal activities is where a lot of politicians go to, a lot of celebrities go to. VIP brothel, pretty much. VIP brothel, right? Yeah. And it's like kind of known for that type of stuff. So there is like speculation just from like Korean people talking. From what I've heard from my friend in Korea, she said that a lot of people think that it's just, it's more than just what's being shown here, right? Oh, I'm sure. So I'm sure. Yeah. Like even outside influence. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get into what was kind of released later on with the whole blackmailing thing. But she was telling me was like, people are starting to suspect that, you know, there's more than just, uh, the police involved. It's like probably mafia type of shit too, because he was caught there and then he could release information. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking that's like other shit like that too. That's happening. That's what people in Korea are thinking too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but later on, as you guys find out that this guy was being fucking blackmailed by a, a, a Korean actress. Yeah. I forget what her name is, but she was in Kim Tra- Sojong. Yeah, Kim Sojong. When she I, was like in Train the Pusan or something, she was like in a lot of things. But she's in a fellow actress that kind of former actress that fell out. She ended up like in prison for that just that kind of shit. Yeah, so she where where up... she met the other blackmailer as well. Yeah, <laughs> she had a roommate, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a cellmate. Yeah, like a Korean drama. Yeah, yeah. No, this is like a fucking drama for sure. Like the how deep this rabbit hole went. And then so like, yeah, they, they, these two blackmailers, right, um, met in prison. And then uh, one of them said that she got her phone hacked. And there was information about uh, Lee Sung-yoon on there, about his drug use, about, you know, him visiting the brothels. And that this hacker, hacker is, is threatening to release this information unless you pay X amount of money, right? And she was recording their phone calls. Right. Right. And then so it's like the rans it's it's a ransom it's a ransom situation, right? Basically saying, Yeah, you gotta pay the ransom, otherwise this guy's gonna, you know, release this shit. It was like an equivalent of like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Something like that. It's a yeah. ridiculous yeah. number. Yeah. It was like thirty five million one, which is yeah, three hundred and fifty thousand. It's like something I forgot what it was, yeah. but it was really fucking high. But like the whole thing that just kind of it was interesting was that she's she's so good at this, she's done this to like five guys simultaneously. Yeah. With one fucking kid, she convinced like five dudes that it was theirs. Yeah. Until one guy apparently was smart enough to get a paternity that he somehow got it. And then she went through a court case because he was suing the fucking shit out of her because he was paying for yeah. child support for this yeah. kid that wasn't yeah. his. Which is fucking insane. How good is this girl's pussy? Like, she is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. She's like a Venus flytrap. Bow, bow, bow. Got all these motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. How? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy if you think about it because it's a very exclusive brothel. Because, like, apparently, you know, minimum spend is, like, $7,500 a night or some shit, right? And so, you know, people of, like, certain wealth and status are going to frequent these places, which is a small circle. And then within that, you're going to have, you know, X amount of madams, right, yeah. uh, who are there. And so it's not that it's yeah. So it's not that hard to get into these little situations with these celebrities or politicians, or whatever. And then once you got them by the balls, literally and figuratively, you you exploit that. You know, you milk that shit. There's like this weird thing that happens in Korea where p- your public perception is so fucking important. 
right? And so when he went through this whole thing, he was like, oh, you could drug test me, whatever, what now? It turns out that he didn't have any drugs in the system, so he didn't do any drugs. Asked for a light test. Well, guess what? Like, the president of Korea is very serious about drugs, so they started doing more shit. Oh, it turns out he has a mistress. He has all this other stuff, so they kept digging further and further and further yeah. to use him as an example yeah. that you shouldn't do fucking drugs, even though he didn't do it, and they basically ruined his fucking life. Yeah. Well, the thing is... It, it's it's you know up in the air of whether or not he did drugs. He didn't do drugs close to the time of when he got tested. Yeah. Then, now did he do it in the past? Maybe. No. Yeah. Maybe. Th they do fucking like hair sample testing. Yeah. So the other girl with the kid. Yeah. She also blackmailed the girl who's blackmailing yeah. Kim Sojong. Exactly. She fucking stole one of her hair strands. Yeah. I know you do drugs. Yeah. So you need to get me. This much, this much amount of yeah. money, or whoever. Yeah. Or I'm gonna give your hair sample to, to the, the police. <laughs> yeah. So the blackmailer got blackmailed. That's how serious they yeah. are about fucking drugs. Yeah. Like weed. And then they look if you did drugs in the past eight months or to a year. If you did drugs at any point in that time, even though it's not in your system now. Oh, and you go you to jail for that. You get prosecuted yeah. for that shit. So that's how it all started unraveling because this this bitch got caught up. And then so now she's like ratting on pretty much everybody, yeah. right? She just killed this girl. Yeah, so she's so, a terrible yeah. person. She doesn't. Yeah, she so, she should be. A, yeah. Away. So you know the the blackmailer who blackmailed the blackmailer. I mean, we'll say A and B. Yeah. Right. Yeah. B, the second blackmailer, ended up getting money as well. But then it was it wasn't that much. It, it, it was like. 40, yeah, 40 grand. Yeah, for like 40 grand or something. So both of them got money out of this situation, but even still, shit hit the fan. And unfortunately, it was, uh, yeah, Lee Sung Yoon and G Dragon who got caught up in the fire. Now, G Dragon has had his mishaps with the law in the past with drug use, marijuana. In Japan or something. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, he's a musician. Of yeah, but, but no, no, but here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, this is such a, a reflection of like Korean culture and society and, and how it's perceived outside and within korea they want to maintain this pristine oh i'm a family man or i'm a Bullshit. family woman I'm, I'm a i'm this you know uh like innocent k-pop star these are still human beings guys you know what i mean you can't hold them to like like these k-pop men men they're not fucking monks yeah <laughs> they're men with needs just like every other man, just like every other woman. Let me tell you something: how stupid fucking K-pop. I'm start with my wife. All right, I, I, love, <laughs> all right, I'm a, I love her very much. Right? But yeah. We, we got into our, our last biggest fight was like a while ago, but I was talking, you know, because we know people in K-pop, yeah. right? And we know like inside stories and stuff. And she loves BTS. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, these guys are such good people. I was like, you don't know them. Exactly. They are not your friends. Exactly. Right? She goes, what do you know? I was like, dude. We've literally gone through this, right? So, for example, there was these two musicians that she idolized, right? Turns out they all cheated on their fucking significant others, right? Had kids with other people. And she was like so shocked. I'm like, that's your fucking problem. That's you, a standard though. Yeah. It's like you idolize these yeah. people. You don't fucking know them. That's like, it's like a given in Korea with, with a lot of these people. Like that's what they do behind the scenes. Yes. In, in in the front facing um stuff like these agencies will say oh these idols cannot date they cannot do certain what do you think things. they're doing behind exact i saw first i'm not gonna name drop any people but i'm talking about some big fucking names when they're in la they're partying they're drinking they're doing drugs and they want to fuck yeah. hey and these are the makeup boys yeah, I'm not hating on them. I'm I'm not hating on them. I'm saying that's what you, they are. Yeah, you look at their makeup, their made up image, and and you think that's what it is. It's not that, dude. There was this uh, very popular group back in the time, back in the day, right? Where I remember it was like the show that they wanted me to MC for, right? Met this guy, seemingly nice dude, scumbag though, absolute right. fucking scumbag, right. Right? right? But once again, you see them on these like these pangsos, like these shows, yeah. and they're just so pristine. They talk about how neat and clean they are, how, how much they love their fans. <laughs> yeah. oh. This dude's sexually harassing the fuck out of these girls, right? Right. to the point where they felt uncomfortable. Right. And then uh, one of the people had to pull him aside. It's like, hey, you got to chill the fuck out. He's yeah. like giving attitude because yeah. he's so drunk out of his mind. He's snap grabbing these girls by the arms. We had to like stop him. It's like, hey, you can't fucking touch people like that. But it's like, you don't want to hear these type of things. This is who... 
not everybody's going to be good. Yeah. There might be some great people. No, for sure, man. But but here's the fucked up part is that when it comes to light now, oh, now you're going to get fucking lynched. Yeah. You're going to get fucking lynched by the public. The same public who's accepting of this shit, even partaking in it, but because they need to maintain that front-facing image. Yeah. Oh, that's not who we are as a people, as a culture, as a society. We're good, you know, family people. We would never do something. And, and how dare this fucking, you know, heathen cheat on his wife and do drugs like this this guy and then they'll sign netizens will go crazy with it yeah hundreds of thousands of people will sign a petition kill yourself yeah kill your like that's not a joke yeah they'll like, literally they've done, yeah, yeah they'll they'll do that and they'll sign it do you remember uh so there's a popular boy group at the time called hot they're like one of the ogs right? yeah so hot uh, it was uh not Boon Hee-jun, but it was one of them. Basically, he was dating one of the members of this other girl group called Baby Vox. Mm-hmm. Once the public found out, fucking death threats yeah, to bro. both of them, telling them they'll fucking kill them, they'll kill themselves if yeah. they don't break up. How could you? Like, as if they were together with them. Like, were you, you, we own you. How could you do this? <laughs> that I mean, but, It's like, you fucking maniac. You fucking losers. But, but that comes with the territory because that's how they package it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's how... Well, it's also, they have to take responsibility for that. Right. They're the one who, they perpetuate that shit. Right. And and so, like, you know, you got to understand, people need to understand, fans of K-pop, fans of K-drama, fans of these celebrities, actors, entertainers, whatever, understand that they're still human beings at the end of the day, you know? And, and they're going to do things that other humans do, despite how much they want to show you that that's not who they are, or they would never do something like that. No, that is not the... I mean... Look at fucking Sungri from Big Bang, right? right. This that dude was have a sex right. He was a uh. fucking scumbag to the max. You, if anybody saw his image prior to that, would they ever think he did something? No, no, that's he would not never. Packaged, but then there's a flip side to this. Guy like Kingomo, who was a fucking legend. If you guys don't know who he is, he was a, a pop singer in in K-pop. I'm mean, not K-pop, but like, oh yeah, K-pop, I guess. Who was one of like the pioneers yeah. of, of K-pop legend side by side with Soteji. Right, yep. right, and and he and, and you know. He, <laughs> he he was hugely popular in his heyday. Uh, kind of had like a break in his career, and then had like a resurgence doing variety shows. But then allegations came of sexual assault. Turned out, not true. <laughs> But at that point, the damage was done because the public turned. Everybody turned on him. He got booted off all the shows. It's like your career is done. Oh, by the way, he's not guilty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't. I mean, it, it was a public lynching. They just fucking throw them away. Yeah, like they, it's nothing. They fucking drag this guy through the mud, and it's like, well, all right. Well, that's why fucking Korea's suicide rate uh, fucking just beat Japan's. Yeah, we're the best, baby. <laughs> <laughs> number your, one, in your Korea face. never loses. Yeah, Korea never loses. Like J- Japan kills themselves because they like find no, you know, because since World War Two, the death of the uh, image of the emperor, right? So the death of God for them, essentially. Well, as Japan like economically grew and such, a lot of Japanese people lost their sense of self and identity and who they are and the, the just the idea of existence. Like we're just supposed to like just grow as a right. country. Right. So Korea is going through that right now, but on top of that, it's because of idol culture. It's because like they create gods for them yeah and then they want to destroy those gods at right, the same time right it's so fucking weird like i really think if uh Lee Sung-gyun, mm-hmm. if he was in america this wouldn't be it wouldn't be a uh, non-issue it'd be, it'd be it's a like non-issue. a got some side pussy uh, yeah. yeah i mean look he might have faced some criticism and then that it would pass and then he goes resume i mean look at tiger woods Right? Yeah. He's look back. At, hey, look at right? Kevin Hart. Yeah. Hey, he's back. Look at Cat Williams. Right? Look at Cat Williams. <laughs> he's, back. <laughs> he's back. So, you know, it's it's just so funny that in in a society, in a culture where so much shady shit goes on behind the scenes, they they try so fucking hard to maintain this pristine image of themselves. When it's like, dude, all you fucking like it's so bad that it's like an unspoken almost agreement when somebody when a man enters the workforce in, in corporate culture over there that they're gonna go out, they're gonna sleep with these women out yeah. when, when their bosses wanna go out. But the wives just have to understand that if they don't do that, they can't climb up the, the ladder. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I remember that in the uh early twenty tens. Yeah. There was a movement 
to shut down Korea's like red light district, right? Right. Guess who came to protest? Who? The wives. <laughs> of course. The wives. Of course. How are our husbands yeah. gonna <laughs> yeah. like, you know, advance in, in, in their workplace? If our husbands don't do that, they're gonna do that shit to us. Exactly. I don't wanna have a sex with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And He's that was the weirdest so thing. So bad. Hey, hey like <laughs> even within family members, <laughs> even within family members, I've seen it present. Where it's like and then and then there's like it's this weird thing of like Oh, you gotta draw the line at you can't have kids with them though. Like you can, you can like you know hang out with them, fuck them, whatever. But no kids, and and like you still gotta spend good good amount of time. I saw with a bunch me. of interviews of like these women who say this stuff, and I think like their logic is like they're just using them. So you could use them as much as you want. Yeah, like they're just they're fucking trash. Or 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 it's hey, I don't want to do that. Yeah. My boss is making me though. What do you want me to do? Yeah. That can be true, but it can also be bullshit. No, I'm thinking that the the whim, the wives are saying that. To oh, them. oh, okay. They're, like, they're just using those women. Yeah, like, I don't care. But if you get intimate right. with them, that's something different. Mm -hmm. Like you could have sex, just use them because yeah. they look at those women like here. Yeah, yeah. Like you're just whatever. And it's so hypocritical. And speaking of the red light district, right? It's supposed to be illegal. Prostitution supposed to be illegal. It's like a tourist attraction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just it's just to save face. Yeah. It's just to have it there on paper. But like rumpangs and and broth like yeah. dude, there's you don't even have to fucking be from there to know where to go. You know what I mean? You can get like like these Tommy girls in K Town in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they run the same type of surface in K Town. I remember when uh, I forgot what that place was fucking called, but they were bringing like a couple of like Tommy girls like to the table. I didn't know what this stuff was. I'm not from LA. Yeah, you're like, uh, you're in the wrong room. Yeah, they were like coming. I'm like, the fuck? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I'm like, yeah. For for those of you guys who are listening or watching and don't know what Tommies are, Tommies are basically like escorts. And uh, when you go to like karaoke, which is called Norebang in Korean, NRBs. Um, their services and so what happens with these Tommy services is that like there's these vans these agencies quote-unquote agencies um, that have these Tommy services and you call them or or the the uh, karaoke place has a relationship with them or a partnership with them and then when you get into the room they'll bring you lines of girls and basically you pick pick it's like yeah. the, the girlfriend experience yeah you pick which one you want to like party with but some of them obviously aren't just escorts. They'll also be prostitutes for another another fee, right? And so this is like going on pretty openly in K-Town. But like you also kind of have to know that nightlife to know what's, you know, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, so um, this guy I know, you know, he's younger than me, but he had a lot of money, right? But... He was just in sales, so I was like, damn, I guess you do well. And then he told me, he's like, actually, like, he runs an agency. Okay. <laughs> you know? And that's, I remember, like, where I'd see him at, like, com, mm -hmm. and then it's just, like, tens, all tens sitting by him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's that's your life, yeah, right? Yeah, And then one day he sends me a message, right? He's like, hey, do you know this girl? I'm like, yeah, that's my friend. She applied to work for me, and in her photo, it was us two together. What the oh fuck? My God. And so, she didn't know that he knows me. Oh, my That's God. That's so funny. I was like, yeah. oh, my I mean, God. But, but here's the thing, right, is that before it used to be exclusively Korean girls and Not bops. anymore. Yeah. Bunch of Russian girls. No, yeah. because they caught wind of, like, how much money you can make from doing this type of shit. And so regular-ass girls who just happen to be hot are willingly signing up for this shit because mm -hmm. and and some of them won't do the prostitution part. They'll just party, drink, and and make ton of money. That's right? something you're not supposed to do. You're supposed to just it's like the girlfriend experience. Yeah, they pour your drinks. They'll put yeah. Like, it's just like it's supposed to be you. that. And if people want to do the extracurricular, they'll do the extracurricular. No, yeah, yeah. That I so I didn't know about. There's also Tommy boys. So I met one. Yeah, that used to work at this cafe that's not open anymore. Yeah, but this dude. Which just had the nicest car. I was like, bitch, how the yeah, fuck you yeah. get on? You fucking work here. Yeah, there's rumpangs with, I think it's called hopas or something like that. I'll tell you yeah. this though, this dude, fine as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, I was like, God 
damn, yeah. this guy's fine. So I, you know, I ended up talking to him, asking him questions. I was, I was like, hey, how do I be one? He's like, First of all, you're a little ugly. No, but I, I was asking him, like, so what's it like? Like, what do you guys? He goes, honestly, he goes, I'm not doing anything dirty. He goes, I'm just hanging out with these women, these older women, middle-aged women who are using their husband's money because yep, they know exactly. that the husband's fucking other girls. Yeah. So they take the money from their husband yeah. to be like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to use your money for yeah. this type of shit. Yeah. So she doesn't say anything about his. And he knows, but he's not going to say anything. Right, right. He knows that she knows they both yeah. know silently. Yeah. It... He told me on a weekend, like the weekend that I was there getting like for a pastries or whatever, having coffee or whatever. He's like, dude, this week I made eight grand. No, it's no eight grand bro, in the weekend, dude. It's no joke, man. I like even even some of these like uh, cougars, right? They'll they'll try to pick up young. I knew a cat back in the day, right? He found a sugar mama in K Town, right? She gave him a pager. She basically page when she wants to fuck and give him yongton, which is allowance, three thousand dollars in cash. Dude, I want fuck the shit out of you for three thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh I mean, my God! <laughs> and it was the same situation. She was a married woman, uh, wealthy husband, but her husband's always on business travel. Okay, you so know. what are the requirements for this job? You have to look. No, good. it wasn't a job. It wasn't a job. He went to a club where it was known that there's cougars there on the prowl, uh, and 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 he just got picked up. Yeah, he got picked up <sighs> by one of these ladies. If I ever get buffed, you guys already know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm over here just fucking bagging these old Korean ladies dude. with your with your turtleneck ready to with my turtleneck. Don't worry, I'll make it quick. I come fast. A while ago, I didn't know if I should bring this up. A while ago, this girl sent me this video. I I forget if it was. I think it was a short film about Tommy boys, essentially, and it was like a story about the life of a Tommy boy, right? And I thought she was sending it to me to look at a piece of art, but she asked me, "Would you consider doing this?" <laughs> right? And I'm like. Um, here's the thing she's not like an older lady or nothing yeah I thought it was weird that she asked me if I would be a Domi boy though dude I would be so flattered I've never been asked that (laughs) I got got a story for you about uh, my experience with Tomis right so one time I went out with like a company thing uh, when I was working for a Korean company and um, we go to a Norebang right this is the Samcha which is in Korean, it means like the third stop, right? Like dinner, drinks, and then another like karaoke bar. I don't. I know what's gonna happen, right? I I know what's coming, and so I'm already like kind of preparing my exit by telling him, "Hey, I'm just gonna stay here for about ten minutes, and I'm gonna leave." I was trying not to even go to the third spot, but they're like, "No, you have to fucking come." So okay, but I'm gonna leave in like ten minutes. So the girls start coming in. All the fucking dudes are picking girls. And then the boss man, he's like, Edric, pick a girl. I'm like, nah, it's cool. Like, I- I'm going to take off, so it's fine. Like, I don't want you to waste your money. I'm going to leave in 10 minutes. He's like, no, no, just pick a girl. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I-, I-, I really don't need to pick a girl. I'm going to take off. He's like, pick a girl now. All right, all right, that one. She comes, sits down next to me. I lean over, I whisper in her ear, I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to take off in like 10 minutes, so don't even worry about it. Like, mm-hmm. you can just leave whenever, right? And she tries, tries to start talking to me. <laughs> like, she just kind of ignores what I say. And she's tries, like, no, yeah, she's already in, in game mode, right? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And then I, I, I sit there for about 10 minutes. These dudes are fucking going zero to 100 right off the bat. Song comes on, one of them's grabbing the girls by the titty, like, and they're cool with it. They're yeah. just kind of like, ha laughing at, you know, and I'm like, oh, dude, I need to get the fuck out of here. I don't like this. So I start walking out. Boss man comes out. He, like, corners me. He's like, hey, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Why? He's like, why, why did you not want to pick a girl? I'm like, I told you because I was going to leave. Like, I'm tired. I just want to go home. And then he like kind of pauses and he's like real serious, looks me dead in the eye. Edric, are you gay? <laughs> That's so fucking funny, dude. Was, That's always so, old yeah. Korean man answer. Yeah. No way, good. Yeah. You he don't want to do scumbag stuff? Are yeah. you gay? He said, he said, no gay, yeah? And then he goes, 
Oh, if you are, it's fine. I have a, I have a boy. And then, and then another, another guy. Comes I come out, out from the back. <laughs> another guy comes out, and he's like already tipsy. Hey, Andrew, like, what's going on, man? You gay or what? Oh my god! It's like, yo, if one more person calls yeah, me gay. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna fight somebody right now, dude. I was like, nah, man, I don't want to fucking do scumbag shit like that. You know, I'm like. But I didn't say that. I was just like, nah, it's not nothing like that. I'm like, I'm I'm just tired. I want to go it's home. It's just is a weird thing to happen, especially if nobody gives, like for me, nobody gave me a heads up. They assumed that I knew what was happening. Yeah. And then you see like these <laughs> you women just come into in. It. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, bitches, this ain't free. Get the fuck out of here. You know, it's just a bunch of strangers. Yeah. I'm like, I hope you all, ladies know, you're all paying for this too. Right. You know, because right. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Yeah. And then as the night's going on, I'm like, Oh, these women are paid to be here. This is different. Right. This is fucking weird. I mean, if you don't know what you're, you're walking into, you don't it's know. So weird. Yeah. Because just a line of girls walk in and they literally just standing in front of you, and then they just point you. If you, you. see a Toyota Sienna in K Town, there's <laughs> any minivan, women in there. Any minivan <laughs> that's that's tinted out and has LED lights yes. at the bottom. Yeah. And and look, prostitution agencies also exist in K Town. And what these people do is they rent out like apartment rooms that are just basically fuck rooms. And so nobody lives there. It's just strictly a prostitution. Room. And so like you, you see them like if you, you guys know you in K-Town, when you see these hot ass girls coming out in groups, they live there. They, they're either doing prostitution and or are tummies. If my boss forced me to talk to one of those ladies of the night, I would say, hey, let's go to this room. And I would just make her do math problems. <laughs> I was like, hey. You still got to pay for the time, I was bro. like, you got to pay for this time. Hey, girl, you got to do these quadratic <laughs> equations. She'd be so fucking mad. She's like, can we just have sex? No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. But, Solve this. No, but the thing is, it's Rubik's like it, for, for, you know, so many people, like we would be in the minority of of not wanting to engage in that and feeling un- uncomfortable in that situation most people that's just like a given we going out to k-town all right call the fucking i don't police. like it yeah dude it's just so it's very creepy i had this grimy i had weird. one experience with a domi girl too yeah. similar to yours where i didn't ask for it yeah um uh, a tv guy we know you know i was at norban with him because he just likes the party and he was telling me, pick one, I pick one, and I was saying the same thing. No, no, dude, I'm trying to sing these songs. You know? <laughs> oh, so you're trying to actually still sing. Yeah, I love fucking singing, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. But um, he picks a girl, right? And it's just a very bubbly Latina girl. Mm. And like, yeah, big gazungas. <laughs> and essentially, he said he's paying for it so yeah. okay whatever you do your job and then what they do is they hold the remote they hold the papers they say what song you want to sing and then they'll look and then they input it they do all that shit for you yeah they pour your drinks and try to feed you right well you know i'm not the one like paying for it i'm just like going along i'm really trying to sing <laughs> <laughs> you get mad at them yeah. stop touching me yeah. it's at, my song yeah. at the end of the night this girl sits on my lap and then grabs my hands and then just mashes her titties uh-huh. on it, right? Yeah. Oh, so she was the one who does the extracurricular. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, what the fuck? And then she grabbed my arm and took me out, right? And she was like, that's $120. Oh, just a cop of feel. I don't know. I was like, oh, I'm not paying for this. <laughs> she was like, and then she was fucking pissed. Yeah. All this shit. I was like, holy, what the fuck yeah. am I, did I get myself into? The guy comes out and he's drunk. I was like, bro, you said, and he's like, huh? and now he's not going to pay. Oh, man. Like, I was so fucking mad at this guy for yeah. putting me in this situation. I would be pissed that $120 only got me titty grabs. <laughs> it's, it was for the hour. Which I was like, madame, yeah. that is not worth it. Yeah, which was forced on you too. It's not like, even like you went for it. I have, you, know? you didn't even like, listen to my problems. <laughs> like You didn't do any of that stuff. He paid her. She left. And I go back in the room. And now my friends are giving me dagger eyes thinking I'm a fucking trash bag. <laughs> they were like, damn, dude, you just like grabbed her titties. And I was like, no, <laughs> no. I was trying to sing, can you feel the love tonight? You know? <laughs> and she said, can you feel these tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, I would. I didn't even I last that long. Once that started to happen, I just left. I was like, I can't be around this shit because yeah, I, well, I, you know, for me, it's just uncomfortable. Like I just yeah. Well, it's uncomfortable, there. and like you know, back in the days, there before it became like really glamorized, and, and girls started doing. Well, I mean, some of them were trafficked, yeah. you know, and so like that idea did not sit well with me. I don't even care if they're not trafficked. Like I, I don't fucking believe in paying for any type of shit like that and that's for why your boss thought certain... you were gay dude. <laughs> he fucking stared at uh, me and said no gay, yeah. gay well guys this is where we're gonna end the podcast <laughs> don't get caught you up can catch shady shit. genius brain at 12 p.m every sunday secret society s-c-r-t-s-o-c-i-e-t-y dot com and plug your podcast uh, Bible study. <laughs> Bible study. Yeah. Call me, girl. <laughs> Don't do it. It's not even. very good. You guys are all going to go to hell. You could be like me. Just go and look at these women and say, hey, I'm not paying for any of this shit. And then you find out that they do illegal stuff and you just walk out. And Easy then, shit. And then you get criticized for being gay. Yep. So just take that criticism. We'll see you all next time. Peace. 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 Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.